your hosts, Jeannie Walters and Adam Toporek, are two of the most recognized and respected names in customer experience, and they have dedicated themselves to helping you improve your customer experiences. And now it's time for Adam and Jeannie. To be honest, Jeannie, it's no problem that you violated our policy. (laughs) Well, just so you know, I'm not allowed to do that because it's against policy. Exactly. So, Jeannie, (laughs) this sounds like some terrible customer communication. (laughs) Doesn't it, though? But I bet we've all heard this as customers. That's the sad part. To be honest, Jeannie, I have. So we thought we'd have a little fun today. And, you know, some of this we go over, uh, you know, I go over my training in the, in the frontline training, but it's uh, things you shouldn't say, bad customer communication stuff. Uh, and this came up a few episodes ago when we were doing a recording and uh, Jeannie received an email with some terrible customer communication. We will not out <laughs> the company. We're like, hey, let's, uh, let's talk about that on the podcast. So we're going to talk mm-hmm. about some of the things that people say a lot in customer service and really shouldn't. Yeah, I think it would be worth it to, you know, withholding the names of the guilty, but still sharing the story of a software that we're using for our podcast. And I had to reach out and say, hey, it really hasn't been working. And last time I reached out, you said you would fix this. It's still not working. And the response I got was, to be honest. <laughs> no, no. Actually, if I remember correctly, they made it worse. Uh, I think they said to be completely honest. Didn't That's they? right. You they are added, absolutely right. They added yeah. the adjective. And let me talk to you a little bit about that adjective, everyone. <laughs> because to be honest, sounds like a little bit of a, like a throwaway phrase. It's said so often that maybe, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still really bad. You shouldn't say it because what were you before? Right. <laughs> before right. this part, you were not honest. But when you add in the completely, to be completely honest, then you really are sending a signal like, oh, I really haven't been till now. Yep. <laughs> this is also true in uh, job interviews. <laughs> <laughs> job interviews. <laughs> yeah. My husband, the recruiter, has has said this is a trigger for him when people say, well, to be honest, I did X, Y, Z, because he's like, well, what does that tell me about the rest of your credentials and everything. So yes, they said to be completely honest. We don't have an answer for you. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, that's fine not to have the answer. That's, a, that's right. That's acceptable. But uh, so what are some things you can say instead? I, I always like to talk about the options, not mm-hmm. just the, not just what you shouldn't do, but that's part of the good customer communication. It's not just telling them what you can't do. It's what you can. So right. uh, I don't mind to be frank, depending on what it is, because frank means you're being, uh, you know, you're saying something that's a little, usually you wouldn't say, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you were honest or not honest. You're like, okay, I'm going to sort of have to lay it out for you. Usually we don't have to, we don't say these kind of things. It's all, and mm-hmm. to be blunt can be in the right circumstances. You have to be very careful with it. To very be blunt, careful. Very yeah. careful, yes. It's not for amateurs. Uh, <laughs> but uh, to, be, to be blunt uh, can be used in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. But uh, to be honest is a... The funny thing is most people know it doesn't mean you were dishonest, but it is a trigger for so many. And when you add in the completely, then you really do start to wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I like I like the phrase like and it's not exactly a turn of phrase. It's more of an approach, but saying like, okay, so the facts of the situation are X, Y, Z and just lay it out. Just say like this is exactly what's happening. These are the objective facts of what we're dealing with, because that is sometimes to your point about like to be frank or to be blunt. 
sometimes that's what it's about. It's saying, I'm going to let you in on everything that's happening here and why this is happening. And sticking to the facts can help you uh, really just define that in a way that's objective and uh, not leaning on things like, you know, I, I'm not going to tell all my customers this because I'm going to lie to them. <laughs> but to you, <laughs> I'll yeah, be honest. It, it's a bad phrase, generally. Uh, and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if we're going to go to not replacing the phrase and different ways to communicate, you definitely, uh, there are a lot of other ways to just avoid the whole f- phraseology, to yes. be honest, to be frank, to be blunt, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because yeah, you can absolutely... Um, find ways to structure communication that don't rely on that. Because what is that? That is a, you know, a phrase to set up something, mm-hmm. right? To set up that you're about to drop a bomb. Right, right. Um, or say something they're not going to like at the at bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. It's really no problem. It's no problem. I mean. It's no problem at all. I, no I'm, happy. Problem. I'm, I'm happy to help you with it. <laughs> if you need help with these phrases, I'm happy to help. It's no problem. Hey, thank you. No Any problem. Time. that's my least favorite is when you say thank you to somebody and they say no problem okay now (laughs) look i don't want to bang on people for this one because it is such an established like it's a habit like Uh, i I know so many people say this i said it until i got in customer service and realized i shouldn't say it and i'll say our our buddy a friend of the show uh has been on a couple times now i think uh john DeJulius. he has a phrase he says no problem is a problem Mm -hmm. it's so true it's so true because you know, nobody said it was a problem usually. (laughs) (laughs) And then suddenly it is. (laughs) So it's not a great phrase. It's not the end of the world, uh, Mm -hmm. but it's not a great phrase. And for in customer service, it should be eliminated. If you hear your teams using it, uh, you should address it so they don't. Uh, And you should make that your policy. (laughs) See what I did there, Jamie? Yes, I do. But, you know, our policy says that we can't accept this refund. So I'm just going to give you a blank stare and let you know that that's what our policy (laughs) says. Does that work for you? Of course, Jeannie, because it's policy. (laughs) Oh, this one, I think we've all heard too, but sometimes policy can protect you. Sometimes it is there and it is something that you can say in the right context and say, you know what? This is this is the situation. This is our policy. This is what we're going to do. But usually it's used as a defensive mechanism <laughs> and something that people say, well, this is our policy. Shrug. What are we going to do? Even if it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for sure. And I'll, uh, yeah, we spend like a half hour on this sometimes when we dig it. Like people start asking mm-hmm. about this. We, we can get into this like 15, 20, 30 minutes, uh, all the ways to approach it. So Avoid it whenever possible. Let's just start with that. Because here's mm-hmm. the catch with the the keyword you would think is policy. It's actually R. Uh, because R is the problem because you have control over R. You mm-hmm. aren't, you know, this is when frontline reps are like, well, it's not me. It's the company. You represent the company. The customer doesn't care. Right. Right. It's R. Uh, and that's the catch. Now, here's something you can do. It's federal regulation. It's mm-hmm. state law. If you can blame the government, go ahead. That that <laughs> works every time. Everybody's like, oh, okay, I got it. I mean, there's nicer yeah. ways to do it. And you should, uh, there's a lot of, you know, uh, language you want to put around that. And mm-hmm. again, you don't want to just say that. You want to say, here's what we can do and things like that. But uh, it's okay to blame external factors a lot more than internal factors. And as Jeannie pointed out, using it as an excuse, which is, you know, 95% of how it's used, 
mm-hmm. is really bad because yep. customers don't care. It's your policy. You made it up. Right. And a policy could be, you know, we said that we're going to kick you like that can be a policy. Right, so, yes. I mean, it it's not something that is necessarily great. And I think people have been trained to think of it as something that isn't good for the customer. So we really need to think about when and how we use those words. Right. Um, and Oh, sorry. I was going to. No, that's I, I just think it's something where. Uh, again, people used to rely on it, used to lean on it for this will protect us as a defensive thing. And I think customers are savvy now. They've been exposed to this for so long that it's not really, it's not really effective in that way anyway. So people have to back off from using it. Right. And you can, you can use the why. Okay. If you have Mm -hmm. a policy and it's a good policy, let's start with that. Uh, Not an idiotic policy and the customer's right. right. (laughs) We have those and we have to defend them and it's really horrible. Uh, But if it's a good policy, um, you know, you can explain the why you can use that, Mm -hmm. you know, actually uh, for your safety, blah, 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 blah. I'm unable to do that. Here's what we can do. Right. Right. You don't say the word policy. Just uh, for your safety, for whatever reason, blank, I'm Mm -hmm. unable to blank or we're unable to blank. And but here's what we can do. Here's how I can help you. Uh, And and just uh, again, none of these are going to get you out of jail free. Customers, some customers are going to be upset no matter what. But there is the the thing about this language. And, um, you know, we've talked we've talked about this a lot. It's to make it not worse. (laughs) (laughs) Your, Your goal is not to exacerbate the situation. Right. That's exactly right. Because whenever these phrases are used, well, not whenever, but most of the time when these phrases are used, something's not quite right, right? (laughs) Something's not going right. fishy in Denmark, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what are some others? Well, Jeannie, I'm not allowed to tell you. Oh, boy. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) So this is sort of like, I don't know, stepsister of our policy, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's blame the company. I'm not right. allowed to blank. I'm not allowed to uh, issue the refund. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to let you in here without an ID. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. I'm not allowed to blah, blah, blah. Uh, and it's just passing the buck yep. <laughs> and blaming the company. And you know, your job's sort of representing the company when you're doing this. So it's not a good thing to do. Yeah. And I think this also highlights something that I see when I'm you know, doing customer journey mapping and different things like that, because this is a great example of looking into what are the processes and the systems and the behaviors that are happening within your employee structure that are preventing a good customer experience. Because sometimes, you know, I've seen people who are completely disempowered to do anything without checking in with a manager. And if the manager isn't around, then they have to sit there and say, well, I'm sorry, customer, we have to sit here and wait because I'm not allowed to push this specific button on the cash register (laughs) or whatever. And I think that it's a great example of looking for where do people feel like they do not have the right choices, the right empowerment to provide a great experience for customers. And what can you do about your processes on the back end to address that? Well, I mean, Jeannie, you say it's a great example, but I think the last time you pushed that button, we saw what happened. And <laughs> that's why we have the policy now. And you're not allowed, to, not push allowed the button. to. You're not allowed to push that button anymore, <laughs> Jeannie. Uh, you know, you, that's a great point. I mean, so, you know, if you're a leader listening to this, 
there's two levels of this. There's the training. Okay. Don't, mm-hmm. we need to train our teams not to use phrases like the ones we're talking about. And then there is the structural design and experience behind, uh, you know, what causes these phrases, as Jeannie points out, a lack mm-hmm. of empowerment, a lack of bad design, a lack of policies and procedures that have been around since before we were all born. Right. right? Uh, all these structural things that create the situations and the environment that lead to frontline reps going, I need an escape hatch, help. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, sometimes what we say to customers, we think we're saying the right thing when we say things like, well, you're the first one who's ever asked for this. (laughs) Jeannie, you are the first one. (laughs) So what's wrong with that? What if they are? Aha, you're the first one. Well, <laughs> okay. First of all, this one has some caveats around it for me. I, I, there are, you can use the spirit of this, but the problem is how it's used. So mm-hmm. you're the first, you're the first one to tell me that silence. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically you're a freak. <laughs> right. Right. And it's all your fault and you're probably making up stuff in your head, right? This is yep. what the customer hears. The customer hears that, oh, you just turned it around on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, however, it can be a valid point. It can be one that you want to make, but you have to know how to make it. So you cannot just say, you're the first one. That's never happened. Wow. Right. <laughs> okay. But you can't say as, oh, wow, that must be really difficult for you. I understand. I tell you, I actually haven't heard much about this before, and I'm not sure our IT team has either. Um, I, 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 you know, I know this is terrible for you, understanding empathy, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really don't have a playbook for this, so I'm going to need to dig into it. Blah 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 blah. Right. So, but it's coming back to what we're going to do about it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I mean, so you're setting up, but you can you can make the point that it's rare because there's an important reason to make that point. Mm-hmm. In most cases, right? Because okay, I, you probably don't have the solution if it's rare, right? If it's if they're the first one, you may not have the solution. It depends what it is, right? But mm-hmm. let's assume you don't. So there's a there's a valid reason to go there. You just have to go there the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the other thing is when we hear this, sometimes it can sound like I don't believe you, right? Like oh yeah, oh you're sure. you're the first one who ever had this problem. Ha <laughs> ha. Like, <laughs> um, so I think that's the other thing is to continue to have empathy and understanding, even if it's something that is different or rare. Yeah. I mean, you have to, I mean, that's the thing you got to start, you, train the teams to start there every time. Mm-hmm. There, there's no, there is no other technique other than you start with empathy and understanding. Everything else is, you know, language choice. Right. 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 Um, but I don't think you understand, Janie. That's wow. problem here. Just throwing that out there, Dude, huh? I'm dropping it right in the middle. Boom. <laughs> right here. <laughs> I don't think you understand, Adam. I'm sad. Why would you say that to me? Exactly. <laughs> so that's all about, there's a few variations of this one, Jeannie, and uh, none of them are good. Nope. <laughs> this is not like the the last one. There's not there's not a uh, there's not a, a lot of exceptions to this one or right. any. Yeah. So you know, you say I don't think you understand what I'm saying to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think you're listening to me. 
Right. Like, I don't think you're smart enough. Like you're not arguing with your spouse. You're talking to a customer, please. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm not saying you should say that to your no. spouse, but many people do, right? I mean, I'm yes. just saying it's like a really like it's like you're it's like you have no guard up at all if you start saying these things, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think you understand. So what can you say? Well, not that. Let's start with that, Janie. <laughs> uh, no, I- you take the blame, right? I take mm-hmm. well, I always take the blame. So it's, uh, you know, well, I don't think got I got that going for you. Yeah. Well, I don't, you know, well, and you know, with you, Jeannie, it's just the easiest <laughs> way to go. Uh, no comment. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's always, it's, I don't think I, uh, I must not have explained this clearly. Let me, uh, mm-hmm. let me, let me try to say it again. Blah, 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 yep. blah, blah. Right. Well, and I also think that part of it is going back to where in the point of the conversation, do you think there was that misunderstanding and just like stating it exactly like you just said, like, let me start from here and walk through it because I think that, you know, I missed a step or I didn't get that. Um, that can be very helpful. And then I'm, I'm going to say one more thing, Adam. One more thing? One more thing. What, what you should do is listen to me more. That's what you should do. <laughs> Why is this podcast any different than any other podcast? <laughs> yes, what you should do is uh, is not a good phrase, Jeannie. No, should is a judgment. We don't think about it that way, but it really is. It's instead of saying, here's one of the things you could do, or why don't you try, or let's try this, saying should is a judgment. And so we need to be really careful with that particular word because people do hear it and get defensive because they feel judged and they feel like you're telling them what to do instead of on their team. So that's all I have to say about that. But that's what I think we should do. <laughs> what we should do. That is what we should do, Jamie. That's exactly. right. Yeah. So uh, this conversation could pro- possibly be the longest podcast ever if we wanted it to be. It's uh, there, so true. It's an endless list. Uh, and many of you probably are think of it, thinking of the phrases you hate while mm-hmm. we were talking about this. So feel free to share those with us. Uh, mostly tag Jeannie um, if you're saying that, <laughs> them at us. But if you're sharing them with us, you can tag me as well. Nice. Um, well, you know, Jenny, I'm, I'm here for you. Uh, but you know, seriously, this is a training issue. And mm-hmm. um, it's it's a cultural issue, but it's also a training issue because a lot of times these words, these phrases, they're just reflexive. They're just how people talk. That's right. That's right. And I'm training my sons not to say no problem. <laughs> Are you? So there we go. I'm trying. <laughs> you're you're going to introduce them. Hey, this is these are my sons. They're call center ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we so appreciate our listeners, don't we, Adam? We absolutely do. Yes. And we know that they know what to do most of the time. And we're just happy that you're here with us as always. So thank you so much for listening to Crack the Customer Code. We are a proud member of C-Suite Radio, so be sure to check out all the great business content at csuiteradio.com and csuitetv.com. We appreciate you spending your time with us. I'm Jeannie Walters. You can learn more about me and our journey mapping programs, customer experience training, and speaking at experienceinvestigators.com. And I'm Adam Pork, and you can learn more about us and our customer service training, both virtual and real, because we teach the very stuff we've been talking about today, how to get your teams to communicate more effectively. Find us at customersthatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.